Sometimes we share our worries or concerns with other people, even though we already know the answer. It's just that we're not quite 100% sure. So we want some sort of confirmation, whether it's via the listener's opinion or through their reactions to our opinions. But sometimes there is that one part of us, kind of like a little devil on one shoulder, that likes to play the opposite game. That part of us seems to grow, especially when we're feeling anxious. So that when someone tries to comfort us by saying, hey, it's okay, that little devil says, oh no, why would anyone try to comfort me if it really is okay? Maybe it really is not okay. Well, two can play at that game, though. If you catch that part of yourself growing in you, asking you, hey, you're not really okay, right? You're spread out thin, right? You can see that. You can just fight back with maybe another devil or an angel on the other shoulder. And you can hear that angel saying, what are you talking about? I'm perfectly fine. This is nothing I can't handle. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. We started today's show with Shuntap, The Answer, by Daybreak and Lucy. So, yes, sometimes our minds do this kind of opposite game thing, right? We ask for positive reinforcement, but then we get negative reinforcement, which actually reinforces or induces an opposite outcome or reaction. Like, for example, we've all had that one friend who would not stop talking about problems in their relationships. So-and-so did this, so-and-so doesn't get me. That one friend who just has so much to complain about their boyfriend or girlfriend. And whenever those friends came crying, it was clear and obvious that what they wanted to hear from us was, Oh, but you know he loves you. You know you'll be fine. But when we actually told them what we really thought, we kind of negative reinforced, yeah, that relationship of yours, it's sort of DOA. I think you could just nip it in the bud now. Well, nine times out of ten you say that, then the friend gets defensive and says, what are you talking about? We are so in love. So basically, the opposite got reinforced. In any case, speaking of the opposite game, maybe I'll give it a go here. Our global roll call is coming up soon, but don't tell me where you are and what you're doing. And don't send in your song requests or share your sayander stories and anecdotes about anything. Everything's too trivial. Nothing goes. All right, now you guys really want to send stuff in, right? Right? You know what I'm really saying, right? Please do message me on Kong or on the various message boards on our website, at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp. 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. In part two of the show, we'll be joined by Professor Cynthia Yu for our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. Stick around to find out which movie or drama she'll tell us about today. I'll be back with the roll call after one more song. Here is Paul Kim with Heajilkot Ara or Try.
One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it's 5.21 p.m. We have a really nice day today, very blue skies, so I'm thinking the air is not too bad. It didn't check. And it's hot, it's t-shirt weather, that's for sure. Hey, if I'm in a t-shirt, then you know it's really hot. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yaido, Seoul. Where are you? for our global roll call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now, aside from listening to the radio, of course. Where are you? John Daniel 9 writes, I'm still reeling from the concert. So, I got tickets for the Koyang concert too. The weather's so nice today. Ah, and FYI, I am in Jeollado, Gwangju on a business trip right now. It's breezy and nice, so I was shit- sitting in a shade and spacing out until I started writing my sayang. Oh, that sounds so idyllic, so pleasant, especially in Gwangju. Mmm, I hope you eat something yummy before you return from your trip. Yubiniko writes, Lina Anni, annyeonghaseyo. A friend of mine had been having a hard time at work lately, so I took her to your concert. And afterwards, the friend said they were given some new energy to work hard again. It made me think that this indeed was nameless stars being connected thanks to the bridge you made for us. Hoping this would happen to more stars all over the country. I will be waiting for you in Busan. See you again soon. All right, I'm so glad that uh, my concert was able to energize your friend. That's just the best kind of feedback. I'm so glad that you made it, and yes, we'll see each other in Busan. Lim Tue writes, Nuna, it was my first time at your concert, and I was so moved. I'm flying back home tonight, but I'll be back. All right, fortunately, you are not too far away. And I'm so glad that you enjoyed not only the concert, but also your time here. Even though it was a short trip to Seoul, hopefully you will be back much more often. Have a safe trip back. Listener Un0203 writes, 작년 언니, after two days of such passionate performances, I worry that you may not be all recharged yet. I still feel like there's an itch in my throat after just screaming a little. Thanks to your encouragement, I was able to scream and express myself freely for the for the two days. I had a great time thanks to you. 오늘 방송도 화이팅입니다. All right. I'm so glad that you got to scream and it's a great therapy to just like make noise and uh, forget about whether you look or feel silly just releasing. Now I, I think that that kind of inspires me to try and make my concert a space of release for everybody moving forward in other cities as well. So thank you. Yi Sunghyun 533 writes, Hi DJ Lina, I, it's been a while since I've wrote a scion here. Sorry, I'm just too busy these days. But in these full of work days, I found my peace and the missing feeling in the bridge. It was a literally wonderful time, just like a dream. Always, thank you, Lena. All right. Also says, There's a lot of fine dust, so be careful and take care of my throat. I will try. Got the mask on. <laughs> Used to Wild writes, Malaysia, I just fixed my customer's PC laptop. All right. Thanks for tuning in all the way from Malaysia. Glad you were able to fix the laptop. Amir Jamil says, hello. I am at work now in university. We have very hot weather here. How is the weather in Seoul? All right, not as hot as Pakistan, probably. Um, But it's pretty warm, definitely, for this time of year. We're looking at warmer than usual temperatures. Well, thank you so much for popping by to say hello. And Nungku Kapil says, play any songs for me that are K-pop? Well, of course. Our show is K-pop, so you are at the right place. Settle down to have a great playlist. In fact, our next playlist is our listeners' requests. Let's take a look at a couple. First request is from Look at Louie, who writes, 
Just the past weekend I was falling for you at some seat in Olympic Hall. But now that I've snapped back to reality, it's Tuesday, and I find myself sitting at my desk in the office. Cuckoo. Thanks to your wonderful music, I found the joy that'll get me through the boring everyday life. I've been looking up and listening to your songs all day. Wishing my love will reach you, who've opened a new world for me. I'd like to request B2B's Naya Param or Wind and Wish. All right, another person who felt energized by my concerts. I really feel like, thank goodness, that it was worth your time to come and glad that it's staying with you in a positive way. And we have listener Ratkartika4 who says, Hello, Lena Anni. How is the weather in Korea today? I hope it's not bad. By the way, could I request icons you? Thanks and have a nice day. Yes, the weather is rather lovely. I heard that the uh, dust was sort of out and about yesterday, but a little better today. So glad I have some good news for you there. Okay, let's listen to these two song requests right now. First up, it's B2B with their new one, Naya Param, Wind and Wish. And after that, we'll listen to Icon with You. That was You by Icon. And before that, Naya Baram Wind and Wish by B2B. Listener Highly Shine writes, Hi, Lena. Hope you had a well-deserved rest after the concert in Seoul. It was wonderful to see you in person, and I can't put into words how happy I am to see you, Lena. You mean so much to me. Thank you for gifting us the bridge of your music. We are finally able to connect with each other on this bridge. Have a wonderful week and wish you all the best with the upcoming concerts. Sending you my warmest regards and love. Well, thank you very much. That's very sweet of you. I'm so glad that you also enjoy the concert. A lot of people um, writing about the concert today because, of course, I took the day off yesterday and just slept and slept and slept. Forever Lena wrote, Thank you for allowing us to cross such an amazing and fantastic bridge with you. It was such a moving moment. Also, we prepared a light event to show your, you are a C uh, that would be good enough for the bridge and we're so happy that you called it Adam Dawun Bada, Beautiful Sea. Well, hard times may come, but we'll always be like the sea that never changes. And P.S. You can always change. <laughs> So glad. Yes, a lot of people went to a lot of effort for um, making special uh, events just to make things a little special for not only me, but the, the audience goers. So, you know, kudos to all your hard work. You think, right? I've been living the week with the energy I got from your concert on Sunday. I'm so sad that I was too nervous to say anything when I saw you leaving the venue. But thank you for saying you were happy to see us. I'm so happy to have gotten your autograph. Well, thank you very much, you guys, for waiting out there. And um, I'm sorry I couldn't spend more time with you, but uh, it was wonderful to spend the short time. Makes it even more precious, I think. And you guys were very generous and nice to give me some space. And um, yeah, everything I thought was really nice. So I have to thank you guys. Thank you. Tepe Warren writes... My sister is coming to Korea from May 30th onwards, and I influenced her to go see Lena's concert too. If you guys see someone who looks like me at the concert, that's my sister. She's coming from Germany with her husband. Oh, that's not a short trip. I hope that they're staying for a while so that they can enjoy Korea. It sounds like kind of a, a big trip to take, so I hope they have a lovely time. And they have a, a few options uh, to choose from in terms of which concert they'd like to see. It'll be great to get a day trip in, in there while they're at it, wherever they decide to go to the show. Hopefully they'll have no problems. Listener Beat Lees writes, 안녕하세요, 정연언니. I've been to the bridge last weekend. It was my first time attending your concert. 
It was full of delight and impressions that made me build a solid bridge toward you and your music. It was truly stunning as I could listen to your thorough elaboration on why you entitled it The Bridge and how that underlies the set list. I fell more deeply into it and I am planning to go once again in other cities. See you soon and thank you for an amazing time. I think the best thing I did this year is that I went to the bridge concert. Song request, 올해 제일 잘한 일, twice 신청합니다. Oh, that's very sweet. Good song request, too. Um, first time coming to my concert, I was actually sincerely surprised at how many were first-timers. Uh, it always makes me surprised, but happy. Very happy surprised. And I'm really glad that you enjoyed our rapport, our conversation. And yeah, I hope to see you at another city. Definitely join us again. All right. Here is Beat Lee's song request for our next song break. It's Twice with 올해 제일 잘한 일, The Best Thing I Ever Did. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Jay Angel Park writes, Hi Lena, did you rest well yesterday? I couldn't, but I had a fantastic weekend thanks to you. You are such an amazing and indescribable figure who always makes me all worked up. I can't still... I can't still my feelings um, I had at your concert also. The short hand shaking and greeting at the parking lot was awesome too. Yes, I love the, the shy handshaking. It was really cool um, with everybody at, um, after the concert. That was a lot of fun for me as well. I'm Kelly Wrights. Screaming. Chakanim <laughs> knows something. I tried not to write a message that's not about the, that's about the concert, but how can I avoid mentioning it? And today's picture just does encourage me to do just that. Was it really difficult for you to get out of bed this morning? I was just an audience, not a performer. But why is it so challenging for me to wake up in the morning? During the concert, you expressed gratitude for the fact that it has already been 25 years since you made your debut. As I was heading home, this thought lingered in my mind. I wanted to convey to you how deeply your work brings joy, happiness, comfort to countless individuals. I hope this will be a great motivation and strength for you to keep moving forward to cross many more bridges in the years to come. I sincerely hope that the gift you have given to so many people through your music over the past 25 years will be rewarded with even greater blessings on your future musical journey. All right. Well, very, very well written, by the way. It's very, very sweet of you. Um, I also do hope that that is my motivation and strength because sometimes it's hard to find motivation and strength, especially when you are physically tired and especially with me just getting more physically tired as the time goes by. So that nice gentle reminder is uh, very helpful and very appreciated. Jisoo Kim 0801 writes, Hi, Nuna. Hope you had some good rest yesterday. Even watching the show makes me exhausted. I can only imagine how hard it must be to sing for two consecutive days. Props to you. Needless to say that the concert was great. You deserve the fairy title indeed. I just booked a ticket for the last concert in Goyang too. Oh, and I've heard that you will be on YouTube as well. Well, I guess that's all there's already. Yes, that's right. There was a five second teaser uh, that I will be on a very popular YouTube show very soon. Wait for more teasers to come. Crystal Lim 77 writes, DJ Jonghyun Anni, 안녕하세요. The precious times I've shared with you over the weekend have already become memories. But I become happy again when I think about how moved and impressed I was at your songs and words for three hours. Thank you so much for the amazing performance. I can't believe it's already been 25 years. You've become a big part of my life. I trust you will continue to be for another 25 years. 
Thank you so, so much, and best of luck on your tour. I'll always be supporting you and praying for you to be healthy and happy. I want to request the song I was so happy to hear at the concert. You are the only one, so please play your new song, Only One. All right. Yes, it was great to see you as well. Twenty-five years just kind of passed like that. And look at us. We're all just kind of, you know, passing, crossing bridges together. Thank you again. And for our next song break, we'll play Crystal Lim's um, song request. It is off of my new album, and it is called Only One. Entirely, two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another. Upon closer inspection, one K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's parallel universe. Today. We're going to keep on playing that opposite game. Remember that I was mentioning about at the beginning of our show, and listen to two songs that say the opposite things. First, we'll listen to the K-pop song "Norisengake," I think about you, by One More Chance. Now, this duo consists of two Yujeha Music Contest contestants, namely singer-songwriter and producer. Chong Ji Chan and singer-songwriter Park Won. Their song "Norisengake," I think about you, was part of their self-titled 2010 album, and its song starts out like this: Tonight, all along the way, I was walking you home. You tell me I've changed. You grumble that I don't think about you. Always, does love equal? Heart fluttering for you, to me, love is familiarity. I don't set aside time to think about you. I'm always thinking about you. Yes, I think about you. All right. No, I don't set aside time. You are just constantly someone that I'm thinking about. Definitely one of one more chance's signature songs. But on our non-K-pop, on opposite side, we'll listen to. I don't think about you, but American pop diva Kelly Clarkson. She was the first winner of the famous singing competition show American Idol. She has since become a globally popular musician, icon, and talk show host. Her song "I Don't Think About You" was a part of her eighth studio album entitled "Meaning of Life," released in 2017. The song is about emerging from a failed relationship and realizing that you are better without them. The song goes like this: When you're lost in the moment, you can't see where you're going. I didn't know who I could trust, so I put all my faith in us. Oh, you tore me to pieces, turned my strength into weakness. I didn't want it. Of all to fall apart, so I decided to just play the part. It used to bother me; thought I could never leave. After all that I've been through, nothing left to prove. No, no, no. I don't think about you. All right, let's listen to these two opposite songs back to back right now. Narusengake. I think about you by one more chance, followed by "I don't think about you" by Kelly Clarkson. That was Kelly Clarkson with "I Don't Think About You," and before that, one more chance with "Narusengake." I think about you. Two parallel universe songs that were saying the opposite things today. 
Coming up in part two, our expert with impeccable taste, Professor Cynthia Yu, will join me in the studio for OFD and chills, so don't change the channel. But first, I'll wrap up part one of the show with an artist whom I had the pleasure of hosting as a guest in my Sunday concert, very talented Hin, with her cover of the song, Heaven. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. OFD and Chill is coming right up. Professor Cynthia will join me in the studio in just a moment. If you can't decide which Korean movie to watch, which K-drama to binge on next, or which K-star to stan, you should hear out what she recommends. We will take a quick song break to give Cynthia some time to get settled in. First up is D&D by A-Pink, and after that, 우리 날씨 맑음, Today's Weather by 손동훈. Countless titles are showing at the movie theaters, and even more dramas are there for you to binge. When every one of them is as inviting as the next, how do you decide just where to start? Maybe you should first OFD and chill. K-dramas have been huge for several decades, but the real secret's out. Korean films are also wonderful, so be it film or TV, and if that one-inch-tall barrier of subtitles mean nothing to you, but you just don't know where to start or to go next, OFD and Chill will be your guide, and our guide, an expert with timeless taste. It is Professor Cynthia Yu. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, Cynthia. Welcome mm-hmm. back. You're colorful today. I am. You're the opposite of me. I even have, like, pinky sneakers. Oh, so pretty. It is, but I don't love being so matchy-matchy. I don't think it works with me. Although, you know, our writer is really good at being matchy-matchy. Mm, I, no, no? No. It's I not too it's bad? A, I think Even it's a good touch. Even with the striped silver socks? Yes, super cute. <laughs> yes. I see what you did here. Striped sweater, striped socks. And it just happened. It works. It works. It, it just happened. I actually didn't expect to coordinate so much today. <laughs> it just happened. I like it. I think okay. it's working for you. Thank and you. And it gives me a very nice kind of... Um, it reflects the weather today, right? Really beautiful yeah, day. Today's quite nice. You know? I mean, it's warm, mm-hmm. but not in a bad and yes. gross way. Not too bad because it, <laughs> you know, rained last night Mm -hmm. apparently like um in my neighborhood we got Mm -hmm. like you know sort of icy Uh kind of icy rain not icy rain it got that cold yeah the slushy rain like sleet not sleet um Uh hail we got hail oh you got full-on hail we got hail for like a brief moment apparently i didn't see it in the middle of the night no, around like 7 or something. What? So I just missed it. I got home. Oh. Actually, not. I didn't just miss it. I mm-hmm. got home like several hours later. But, <laughs> you know, I was kind of thinking, wow, yeah. hell. Yeah. But there were no like traces of it by oh, the time I got home. It because melted, it was just like, very brief. Yeah. Really weird quirk of the atmospheric weird, pressure right? system. Hailstorm yeah. in May? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, talk about the most unprecedented unpredictable spring or May we've had in Mm -hmm. a few years. Yes. Pretty Mm -hmm. crazy. But it was lovely weather for your concert. Yes, it was. I was saying in my concert, sometimes I feel bad when the weather's lovely Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh Oh. man, I'm not being here. It's all hot. Everyone's fanning themselves. It's so uncomfortable. But hopefully I made up for it. But thank you for joining as well. Amazing. Oh, thank you. It was was sort of my favorite so far. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to like break down the reasons like, you know, our 
Kian is doing as well. <laughs> yes, I loved it. everybody has lots of impressions. Um, mm-hmm. Part one was just full of belated happy messages from Yay. the concert that they enjoyed, and um, all yeah. the love, mm-hmm. feeling feeling the love. Well, I feel like well, okay, I'm like okay, I didn't do a terrible job. Okay, no, <laughs> things, are mm-hmm. things are working. Things are working. Tepe Wern, Alicia, Kim Jisoo, JS Jerry, seventy six, Yeming, Yubin, Jung Songa, all re- say. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. Yuha, yuha. <laughs> hello, Prof. You. <laughs> Very happy to see y'all. Yay. 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 And you have some K-dramas. Um, yeah. Talk about they are super trending right now. They are. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, they're so trending that I'm sure that a lot of our listeners mm-hmm. will probably have comments to chi- chime in with on our conversation today. So please do so. Yeah, I think I'm going to go on a slight kind of romance or rom-com sort of thing for the rest of the month because I'm Sounds discovering good. a lot of fun kind of romance themed or rom-coms. I think it's know? the season um, too. It is, isn't it? Right? It it's is, segueing. Right? We're segueing into early summer mm-hmm. and rom-coms are very popular in the summertime as well. Mm-hmm. And we have something um, that we're going to start off with. I had um, miss. I kind of um, like had a misconception. Right. I thought you were talking about an older drama, but it's like yes, yes and no at the same time. Right, mm-hmm. because the second season of this drama is playing right now, wow. and I just caught the first couple of episodes, oh. and I was like, oh, this is fun. Oh, right? okay. It's you know, it's about Kumio, mm-hmm. um, the na- the nine-tailed fox. Nine-tailed fox. fox. Now, this is a. This is an old story, folktale? Right, and there has been so many dramatizations, right? Right, about the nine-tailed fox. Yeah, I remember we might have talked about one of them called Kugaisa. Yes, right? I remember that one. Mm-hmm. But this is actually the sixth dramatization <laughs> of one of the most kind of, I don't know, I don't think this character is beloved because it's sort of considered an evil spirit, okay. or at least a trickster. The nine-tailed t- fox is a trickster spirit? Because they mm-hmm. feed on humans to live forever. Ooh. Technically, they can live on and on and on if they feed on As humans. long as they get their food. Right. <laughs> okay. But So sort of a malevolent spirit yes. to humanity anyway. Yes, uh-huh. but not in this drama, because it's played by Lee dong Okay. Right? So... This drama, the Korean title is Kumi Ho Tion. Kumi Ho Tion. Yeah, Tion, Tion, I think, mm-hmm. with a ticket. Uh-huh. So it's really hard for me to pronounce as well. Yes, it's uh, hard to pronounce because I remember mm-hmm. when this original one came out, they kept playing on a loop, mm-hmm. like little scenes and replays on my right. TV. And I could not for the life of me, because it had a fancy font, right. read the title, but it is Kumi Ho Tion. Yes, and I had trouble sort of figuring out the last syllable as well, the last is letter. Is it done? Is it done? I'm, I'm like rubbing Tion. my eyes. Because usually I was wrong? expecting Chun, like right. the legend, legend of, or the story of. But what does it exactly mean? Don't ask me. Okay. Ask me after the break. Well, can I, we, we, we can ask my PP <laughs> name and Liz, and then they'll l- let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, Tion is actually the old way of spelling Chun. There we go. Thanks, oh my Liz. goodness. Okay, there you go. See, that makes dun, sense. Dun, dun, very easy. Problem solved. Yes. Mystery solved. But if you have any trouble with Korean like I do, um, you can just go and search for the English title, which is very simple. Tale of the Nine-Tailed. Oh no, sir. I yeah, just got I, I had I issues got, with that. I just got it. Tale of the Nine-Tailed. I did have issues with that. <laughs> um, well, you know, because yes. there's been so many kumio. I guess they had to sort of try exactly. to, you know, not use tail of the Kumio they fox. Can't, mm-hmm. They can't overlap with with the five, five other, other versions. representations. Mm-hmm. But Tepe Warren watched season one of the Nine Tailed Fox, and um, so here we are going to talk a little bit about both. I think, yeah, um, just a little segue into yes. the premise in general. It's um, it stars Lee Dong in the title, mm-hmm. and his romantic lead is played by Cho Boa, mm-hmm. and I actually think. The other romantic lead is Kim Bom, and oh. he plays his half brother, so a half Kumio okay. character, right? Half Kumio character. But I think their bromance is almost stronger than the actual, the actual romance. romance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and <clears throat> it played um, from October to December in 2020, so smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. Right. 
Uh, <clears throat> now, there was also a three-part spin-off series called Tale of the Nine-Tailed, uh-huh. an unfinished story. Oh. And it centers around Kim Bum's character. Oh. Lee, his name is Lee Rang and his sort of accomplice, Kim Yuri. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you already can sell. Understand that you know Kim Bum's character is quite popular as well. I can imagine to to inspire a spinoff of its right. own. Mm-hmm. And right now there's a second season. Mm-hmm. It's called Tale of the Nine Tailed. Yes, 1938. 1938. So it's set in the late you know 1930s. Oh, so it's a period piece. Yes, the original one took place in modern day. Right. Yes. So it stars <clears throat> Lee Dong Wook and Kim Bum, the 1938 version. Right, because Idongo goes back in time. Mm. Mm. And this is actually a following season, so right. it takes place after the events of season right. one. Right, only for Idongo's um, character, okay. for Kim Bum, he's still the Kim Bum, like the Irang character of the 1930s. Oh, right? okay, so it's only Idongo. So Idong-wook's it's a little multiverse but Got not it. quite. Got it. Mm-hmm. But we're very multiverse right. first, so. <laughs> okay. And the sort of female character or love interest is mm-hmm. played by none other than Kim Soyeon. Oh. He's really marvelous too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Along with other new cast members like Ryu Kyungsu. Oh, and I really like this actor. Oh, yeah? Very Ryu much. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so today I thought we'd introduce the, the 2020 version. Sure. Right? The original. Yeah. And yeah, the story centers around Lee Dong-wook, mm-hmm. Lee Yan, yes. who is a thousand-year-old kumio. Okay. And he was also the former guardian mountain spirit mm-hmm. of this mountain series, um, Pekdu Taegan. Okay, a mountain range. Mountain range, who is now, you know, like in Seoul of 2020. City dweller. Just, right. He just seems to all intents and purposes right. a normal guy. So there's a really sad, tragic backstory there. Okay. You know, he fell in love with um, Nam Chia or Lee Arum, played by actress Cho Boa. Mm-hmm. And in order to... It's actually quite complicated and I don't okay. want to get Give into too, too much many spoilers, logistics. but the... Um, you know, the tragedy of their romances played out very early in their series, so I don't think that's a big spoiler. Okay. But he sacrifices himself, mm-hmm. his position as mountain spirit, in mm-hmm. order to save her. Uh, he wants her to be reincarnated, so one day they can meet again. I see. Right? But once he does that, he betrays his position as the mountain guardian. Mm-hmm. He has to leave his people, including his brother. I see. Who is devastated Kim and Bum. feels incredibly betrayed which causes strife right the tension and the conflict later on Mm. and now he's bound to this person called Taripa played Mm -hmm. by actress Kim Mm Jong-nam and apparently she plays a so-called agent in the afterlife immigration office But it's That's like how Brazil, right? It's sort of like the depot for folks who have passed away right. before they go into the actual afterlife. afterlife. Okay, Taripa is actually apparently the younger sister to Yamna Pejang okay. okay. that we learned before, who mm-hmm. is the you know the per- person who oversees the entire afterlife, mm, right? I see. According to sort of. Korean Buddhism, right. sort of shamanism, right. sort of philosophy and religion. So sort of right. an ancient Korean take on purgatory. Right. Yes, sorts. exactly. Mm. And the whole thing is that they want to be reincarnated, right? right. As a human being. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And yeah, so one of the fun things I think about this drama is mm-hmm. that, yes, there is a sort of main story centered around Lee Dong-wook, or sorry, Ian. Ian. And then his half brother. Irang, and then his love interest, right. played by um, Cho Boa. Mm-hmm. Her current name is, I guess, Nam Jia, okay. right? And then there's this other kind of much, much more evil character. Oh, Imugi character, like a serpent, right? Mm, yeah, you gotta have a little adversary there, right? right. Mm-hmm. And but so there's that overall story arc, that okay. inter, inter sort of mix between mm-hmm. that main story, ours these episodic stories involving Korean devils and spirits and all these sorts of allusions to traditional folktales and, mm. you know, religious kind of... Connotated. You know, yeah, like characters that we that Koreans learn about through folktales or folk religions, either oh. Buddhist or shamanist. Oh, so 
basically this is like the Korean supernatural. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the two brothers. I was about to <laughs> mention that. I'm like, wait, why does this sound familiar? Right? Yeah. They do take out yeah. some bad evil spirits uh, along the way as well. little monster hunting. Right. Who doesn't love? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be back with more. We've got a couple songs actually from the real trending sequel right now. We'll first listen to K with Yonga Love Song. We just heard K with Yunga love song. Uh, I think this is a really, um, what's what's the word? Mm-hmm. Uh, ambitious premise oh, to take is. on. Mm-hmm. But I really love the fact that they want to focus on things that um, Koreans can really kind of recognize at the get-go. Uh, urban legend, monsters, legends, curses, um, all the, the yeah. boogeymans, yeah, you know? Yeah, you're right. Like, there were so many, like, even storylines and characters that were just, like, very new to me as well. And so much so that you actually hit upon the nail right Mm. there. A Mm -hmm. lot of folks were worried. This is maybe a bit too Korean, maybe. Oh, no. What what about the international appeal, you mean? Exactly. So maybe this might be a little off-putting for international audiences, right? Mm -hmm. However, other folks also thought, hey, if there is enough sort of background information, Mm -hmm. right, exposition, Mm -hmm. right, that this could be actually really fascinating for foreign viewers who are now learning about all these other supernatural beings in Korean folklore and folk religion, which I was really kind of attracted to, mm-hmm. too. I was like, oh, this is fun. I've never heard about these. Something called odukshini. Odukshini? What's yes. that? I think that's a spirit mm-hmm. that feeds on your fear. Ooh. And if you kind of relent, mm-hmm. you get sucked down into this sort of no man's land, mm-hmm. full, like devoid of hope and oh love. Oh my gosh. Mm. I love it. Right? Yes. It, it's such a rith, rich mm-hmm. myth, mythological lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz says Dementor. <laughs> <laughs> a little a la K-Buddhism. <laughs> um, with some really cute comments about Dian, mm. Um Alicia says Dian sounds like a toddler trying to say Jun, right, in Korean, which, yes, I think that works. Yeah, that's good work. J.S. Jerry 76 obviously knew that Jun is Jeonne Yenmal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jun obviously means legend or story. Mm. And S745LLK just like, oh, this just sounds cute. It is. Jun? Jun? It to me is sort of some sort of a pronunciation that we might find in ch- the Chinese language, mm. but not in the Korean language. Oh, maybe, maybe yeah. some sort of the dian. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So if it did feel foreign, but it's it gives it a coolness. True. Yeah, and I sets think so. it apart from all the other. I Kumiyo obviously. Chans. Yes, thank goodness <laughs> we need that. Mm-hmm. But yes, um, I like this. I agree with you. Also, mm-hmm. I am of the latter. That I think that if you know, if that one inch tall. Barrier of subtitles does not right? bother you. And like you said, you have enough exposition. I think it's refreshing to uh, get a little bit more of like yeah. other other mythological lores. Mm-hmm. And, and universes. Exactly. Right? That um, not the same old, same old mm-hmm. for us and what yeah. we're used to. But then we have the added where Koreans are used to it and they can see this fresh modern take and retelling so it works for both worlds yeah that's right and you know there's that sort of the you know the afterlife immigration office you know <laughs> sort of always sort of like the sort of bureaucratic version right? absolutely i love it you know it's sort of like the good place that's not right. exactly sort of 1950s actually the computers that they work on look mm-hmm. like it's from the early 90s you know, early '90s computers. Yes, in this show. Yeah, oh. that he she uses uh-huh. to sort of access mm-hmm. all the folks who were about to die. So it's oh, sort of so like, she's just, she's just working with like a C prompt and yeah, okay. <laughs> so like, there's something about that, you know. I think nice touches, right? I mean, you have to pay a lot of attention to mm-hmm. detail when you're going to take on the whole like mythological and supernatural lore right. of an entire country right. whose history is so deep and long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, what's sort of always the 
I don't know, the foundation mm -hmm. of these stories are always about love and longing, right? And it, human relationships, but right. I say human with air quotes because right. they're not all human, mm -hmm. but they have a human element. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we everyone falls in love, but then tragedy hits them, and <laughs> then they're split apart, and mm -hmm. it's just... Centuries of loneliness and longing, oh. and it's embodied in the characters. I mean, of when you say centuries, centuries <laughs> of longing and loneliness and searching yes. for you know this woman who <sighs> had to leave him. You know, had to leave she, him. But it was always some sort of sacrifice. I noticed right. that as well. Mm -hmm. It's not just, you know, tra tragedy strikes them, but it's actually because you love each other, you sacrifice yourself. Mm. Actually, all of all three main characters yeah. do that. At one point, they mm -hmm. sacrifice themselves for the one that they love. I see. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, yeah, I think it really tugs at the heartstrings. Mm -hmm. Although I really, I have to admit, I'm on team you know, Irang, yes. Kim Bom's character. Uh -huh. I kind of think their bromance yeah. is even more like, oh, than more heart tugging, more heart tugging than the actual romance. romance. Yeah. Okay. And I think other folks agreed with me because in the sequel, mm -hmm. it's really. F I felt like the focus was on these two brothers. Right. They come actually appear in the first episode. Uh -huh. They're already sort of, you know, engaged and. Fighting, you mm -hmm. know, because it was sort of after, after, uh, you know, when Ian left his exactly. mountain, and, and then Kimbam felt very abandoned. Right, Irang felt right. very abandoned. So the first time they meet, they start like going at it. Oh. A lot of you know fighting action scenes. Yeah. you know, yeah. kind of you know Korean martial arts yeah. type thing, flying through the air. Mm, Lots right. of fun. Mm -hmm. No, that's mm -hmm. fun too. So even the style of the fight choreography is right. going to kind of match their tone, their narratives, their And there's subjects. a lot of humor. Oh! There's so much humor in this oh. because, you know, it's they're not breaking the fourth wall, mm -hmm. but they are, they do understand this is hilarious that <laughs> they're playing Kumio characters in modern day Seoul. Right. right. They they understand that this is a hard pill to swallow, right? so they just embrace that. Yes. Nice. And I think um Idong apparently mm. is very good at ad living. Oh. So <laughs> apparently a lot of fans have sort of broken down scenes where oh I think he just made that line up and he cracked a joke there, mm. you know. So yeah, I think, you know, in a way this is a sort of a star vehicle for oh. Idong mm -hmm. um along with I think Kim Bum also does a great job. Wow. He also I think has a sort of this he always plays these sort of younger characters, often mm -hmm. these younger brothers or you know the younger sibling yes. typecast. He is I think he has this role sort of patented down because <laughs> I've seen him play similar characters in other shows as mm, well. Interesting. Right. Mm -hmm. And apparently both of them um, belong to the same entertainment company, the management company, mm -hmm. and they are actually really good friends. Oh, that kind of works for their chemistry, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, along with, you know, um, the main, the three main characters, yep. you know, I mentioned Taripa, played by Kim Jong-nan. Yes. She also has a very sort of sad backstory mm. involving her son. And she has a really hilarious husband, Hyun yeah. Yong, played by An Gil Kang. Mm -hmm. He's also he's the gatekeeper of the Sando River. Okay, the, you know, sort of like the River Styx or oh, something. Oh yeah, the River that... Styx connecting the underworld to the world right. of the living. But he is totally under the thumb of his of his wife. So he's he's always like, mm -hmm. oh know? no. You know, so, so there's a little bit of humor there. Yes, a lot okay. of comic. Um, you know. It's comical and funny, but then there are these really kind of horror elements to the story as well, just like supernatural. Right, that's true. Because they're taking out ghosts, that's they're right. taking out monsters. Right, they're scary. And then they'll have that really campy right, yes, elements. Right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, I think this was quite um, popular. It had good ratings, mm -hmm. and I think it had real star appeal, and that's why they decided to also, you know, bring it back for season two. Wow. I mm -hmm. mean, like, I had no idea. No wonder they kept playing it on a loop um, <laughs> on my default screen on my television. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, people just never got tired of it. And then now we have uh, the new 
season mm-hmm. that kicked off earlier this month, right? It just started, right? Right. And then I think that we might be able to do a follow-up um, after it's progressed a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But um, this is a really good kind of starting point if you're new to Kumi Hojon. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yes. All mm-hmm. right, we'll be back with more after another off of the new Tale of the Nine-Tailed OST. Here's Tama with Kiss the Rain. Welcome back to One Fine Day. You're listening to our Tuesday segment, OFD and Chill. We're in the studio here with Professor Cynthia Yu. And she brought in another really trending. If you guys have been uh, kind of checking out your OFD, your OTT Mm -hmm. streaming sites, you'll notice that that hot, what, top 10 kind of, you know, breakdown of Mm -hmm. what's most popular. This has definitely been in the top 10 um, in Korea right now. I think it's actually in the top five. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was sort of lower, like eight mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. seven, and maybe now it's moved up a little bit, moved even up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's you know it's been in the top one, two, three of the big markets, the U.S. and Europe, right? It's yeah, it's and it's very. I'm really excited for you to talk about this mm-hmm. um, because I heard a little bit of the buzz premise, and right. it made me just go. What? Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. So please introduce our second comment. Uh, Drama yeah, I'm, I I thought we'd talk about EXO Kitty. EXO Kitty. And, you know, my husband asked me, what does EXO mean? Ah, hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses, right? Yes. Right? <laughs> yes. So cute. Yes. Now, Kitty stands for a character mm. in this super popular film series that was created by one of the global OTT sites. Right. And itself is based on... Uh, you know, trilogy of books by Korean American mm-hmm. Jenny Han. Mm-hmm. To all the boys I've loved before. I just love that title, actually. That the, mm-hmm. that yes, and that was the um, title of the books. Right. She it started with her books. Right. Korean American Jenny Han. Right. And, uh, and young then adult. To the young, young adult. adult mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I watched the second, third, but I loved, loved, and I think literally watched three times the first one. Oh, okay. Right. To All the Boys? To All the Boys. Number one, mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you probably remember the kitty character. Mm-hmm. She's, I think, maybe like nine or 11, nine, ten, something right. like that, a tween in that, mm-hmm. in the film series. Right. But she prides herself on being a great matchmaker. Oh, that's Although right. Although she's also a bit of a troublemaker. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> she's the one that really gets the story rolling. Kind of rolling. Mm-hmm. Yes. For better, for worse. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kind she was a... the protagonist's younger sister, right? Yes. yes. The wannabe Emma Woodhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, her name is Kitty Song Kovi. Mm-hmm. Um, her father is American right. and her mother is Korean. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And now she has her own show. <laughs> she oh, has her right. own story. She's the lead of her romance now. So she's obviously a little older now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's happened in that is I think it happened in the second movie. Do you remember when the family goes to Korea? Mm-hmm. And I believe in that. Um, movie, yeah. Kitty mm-hmm. uh, falls in love with you know this Korean boy. Okay, I think it's it was on Namsan when they were doing all the locks. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, the locks. And mm-hmm. it was like Destiny. <laughs> oh, sorry, it was an American show, so we probably didn't have didn't that song. Didn't have that play. song playing. Although it would be playing if it was a K drama. If it was a K drama. Mm-hmm. And so he she meets this lovely boy uh, that they named. Day, you know something about like Korean kyopo, and they're yeah. always like J or Day well, or. Well, mm-hmm. we, you know, um, Koreans, Korean Americans, Korean North Americans, mm-hmm. uh, we just have to make our names somewhat easy for um, non-Koreans to pronounce because right. it is very difficult to pronounce. Right. So, yeah, we get Two lots syllables, of right? mm-hmm. we get lots of days mm-hmm. yes. and J's, and J's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lots of J's, right? Lots of J's. <laughs> So um, they start this long-distance relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Email, um, you know, all of those sort of um, ways. But now she's older mm-hmm. and a little frustrated because she really wants to have her own 
you know, love, Not romance. No more matchmaking for right. others, but her own love story. Right. <laughs> so she goes up. She was cleaning up the attic one day and discovers that her mother mm-hmm. went to this private school mm-hmm. in Korea okay. for a year or two. Okay. It's called KISS. <laughs> I forget exactly. Maybe the Korean... I have to find the full name somewhere. Okay. But that just sort of struck with me because I remember the Korean society at my college yeah. also being called Kiss. Was it really? And I was, it just sort of, sort of seared into my brain. And I thought, you know, all of these Korean student associations, they're going to all find a way to be, to call themselves Kiss. kiss. It's mm-hmm. true. The Korean International Student Society, something like right. that. Right. There you go. So, or intercollegiate. Intercollegiate or what, Student Society. Whatever. <laughs> and I think some of the Korean viewers thought, why is this Kiss? But I'm like, I'm telling you guys. They, we love this, you know, We love this in, uh, acronym. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. We do. Embrace it. Yes. So she applies to the international school and gets a full scholarship. It's Korea Independent Seoul School. Yeah, which is a little weird because you have <laughs> Korea and Seoul. That's <laughs> they true. They really worked hard. They wanted to keep that kiss. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll, uh-huh. we'll uh-huh. give you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So um, she lands in Seoul. She comes to Seoul. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Just, you know, a big backpack and, you know, just heart full of love. Oh, Um, so cute. But unfortunately, Uh in the first episode, she discovers Uh that over the summer, Uh they started a quote-unquote relationship Uh with this girl called Yuri, who's sort of like the queen bee of this school. Oh. She, her mother is the, um, I think her mother is like a professor or, sorry, principal oh. of the school. And oh. their father is some sort of like hotel magnet. Mm-hmm. So she's got it all, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently she's also a huge influencer. Right, right. So now, poor Kitty, you know what's going to happen? Oh no. Right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, you know, she'll find a way. Okay, so she love back. So obviously, it has to start with a little bit of a right. Yeah, a little, a little bit, bit of a, of a challenge. triangle. Got some obstacles in the way mm-hmm. here. All right, we'll be back with more about Exo Kitty um, after this. It is um, in the drama. It's Chonsomi with what you waiting for. That was Chunzomi with What You Waiting For by Exo Kitty. <laughs> uh, it's in the Exo Kitty song. Uh, it, it's This is a song that was actually in the mm-hmm. uh, show. Um, something interesting you were saying that, like, if it was a K drama, Destiny song would have played. Um, but that brings me to my kind of biggest mm-hmm. question about this show. Is this a sh- American show? Mm-hmm. That is trying to do a K drama, or I think there was a lot of confusion right. um, because they said that I read about this somewhere, and someone said this is Jenny Han doing a K drama. Yes, I think you know there was actually a lot of debate online as well. Is this a Midu, a American, this American show, show, or is, is this a Hindu, is a it Korean K-drama? drama? Because it's filmed in Korea, okay, and it's you know you can see all the sort of folks going to, you know, all of these touristy sure. spots and they're shopping in some Korean mart. Sure. They're making Korean food. And there there's a lot of Korean dialogue as well. Mm-hmm. They hired, they sourced all their Korean um, roles mm-hmm. from Korean Americans, mm-hmm. Koreans studying abroad, mm-hmm. or local Koreans. Oh, okay. So unlike a lot of these sorts of a lot of similar-minded shows in right, the States. Right. You know, we don't have, like, Vietnamese-American right. or Japanese-American playing these Korean roles. So it right. feels quite authentic in okay. that way. Mm-hmm. But Koreans have also discovered some sort of details that show maybe mm-hmm. the writers or the produce, producers, mm-hmm. the staff, didn't quite understand 100% of how the Korean system works. Because there is this one interesting plot point okay. where... Kitty uh-huh. mistain- mistakenly gets placed in a dorm room. So uh-huh. with three different ro- so four different students usually, you know, occupy. Share one room. Yes, an apartment. Oh, right. Of sorts, a right? one unit. Okay. One unit. Mm-hmm. But she gets stuck with three boys 
because of her last name, Song Kobi. And they or one of the characters, you know, says, oh, I guess they thought Song, since it's a guy's name. And we're all like, huh? Oh, That's a family name. It's quite of a stretch. No one would make that, you know, make they that mistake. They thought that her name Song Kobi right. was Kobi Song. Right. But no, it's no. not okay. Right, it's a last name. No one would make that okay. mistake, would they? Would they? <laughs> would they? <laughs> I mean, it's an international school. It absolutely would not. <laughs> Especially because, like your your admissions, everything. It's the first thing that you check in any form mm-hmm. after your name is family gender, name, right? <laughs> There's family name, given name. That's we right. We usually it's different kan. <laughs> It's a different her name is on the Kitty. Floor. Her name is her name is Kitty. Her mm-hmm. name is Kitty. okay. I don't know, but yes, and it's international. Yes. But okay, um, but Koreans did love the fact that wow, all of the Korean actors spoke good Korean. You know, there was that one big criticism for <laughs> law, the actors on Lost, right? Oh, mm. Well, I mean, it was. It was circumstances, right. right? That American show Lost, first mm-hmm. of all, was shot on an island. Hawaii. It was shot in Hawaii. It's so expensive to fly mm-hmm. to Hawaii that they could only source local mm-hmm. actors. But a lot of the Korean, actual Korean actors mm-hmm. there happen to be like third, third gener- fourth generation, right? right? And mm-hmm. so you have to just, that's a, that's a, um, suspension of disbelief that mm-hmm. I was yeah, it bothered me a little bit, but mm-hmm. hey what what are you going to do? Right. Daniel Day couldn't, Kim couldn't <laughs> but speak But he's Korean, a very good actor. But he made it oh, work. And now he's an amazing producer yes. and just doing great work. So just yeah. uh, in terms of those artists working mm-hmm. on those things uh, I give them kudos for right. doing the best they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now what's also I think mm-hmm. folks love about this show is that mm-hmm. The leads, the male leads, are Asian, are Korean. Oh. And I think Jenny Han faced some criticism for oh. her previous works because, you know, while the female lead was Asian, right. all of the male leads were right. non-Asian. Oh, right, like Noah Centineo. Right. That's right, that's there right. Were, yes, they were, you know, not all, you know, they weren't waspy, meaning, no. you know, they were. But they, but but they live in, they Portland. live in them. Yeah, a, a very white, mm-hmm. um, a very Caucasian, mm-hmm. heavy populated mm-hmm. area. That's the whole point sure. of the Asian American experience. Sure. But I so. guess they wanted to, you know, it's nice to actually see Asian men too being romantic leads. Often yes, we don't see like, that often. Yeah, it's like, often. Almost never. Yeah, it's often <laughs> the female leads are Asian American or Asians, but they right. don't date other Asian men right, in right. the series. So, <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess so. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Anna Cathcart, I looked her up and she's actually 20 this year. Yes. But uh, she, you know, she totally pulled it off as being nine in those, <laughs> um, in the original To All the Boys I Loved Before movies. And she looks super cute and super young here and mm-hmm. she's so lovely. Very you know? precocious, right? right? That's her, that's mm-hmm. Kitty's character. Right. But is it a K-drama? No, it's no, not, right? No, it's not. It's not. Um, you know, it's the setting, they set it up in an international school. So it's not a typical Korean school. Sure. Right? Sure. I mean, it, I think it is true mm-hmm. to the international school experience here in Korea. Right. But it's definitely not a Korean school. Okay. And they do introduce some Korean elements. Like, mm-hmm. I think there is an episode where they learn sort of um, Chuseok customs. Sure. Also, you know, they learn traditional Korean dance mm-hmm. and music and whatnot. But she doesn't speak a lick of Korean. Okay. <laughs> but in going to international school, you're That's not required to learn any. Mm-hmm. Korean is actually, I think, offered mm-hmm. as a foreign language option. Mm-hmm. It's not even required. Right. Um, and having a little bit of experience, mm-hmm. having visited um, these international schools before, I was shocked at how... You're in Korea and mm-hmm. you're driving along Yanidong and then all of a sudden you turn up a hill and then it's like, bam, North American high school campus. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It, it's just shockingly very yes. North American in its structure yeah. and stuff, right? So, I mean, there are some, a lot of, some folks that, you know, maybe this is like a midu slash boys over flowers. Or mm. 상속자들, you know, okay. sort of like you the, know, the mm-hmm. elite prep 
school, like Absolutely. Korean prep yeah. school, sort of spliced into a Korean, uh, an American, an American show or yeah. rom com, right? Well, I think it. I think Jenny Han was kind of smart about actually mm-hmm. choosing an international school in Korea, right. so then she can have best of both worlds. Yeah, something that tethers mm-hmm. North American listen uh, viewers, mm-hmm. and she can do her. High school drama, right? All right, in in a familiar setting, mm-hmm. um, and yet have that taste of Korea. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Plus, being able to integrate um, some more, I think, elements in um, American sort mm-hmm. of teenage or young adult young adult dramas like mm-hmm. LGBTQ plus oh, themes and characters and relationships are found here, mm-hmm. which. Is a little bit more unusual for Korean dramas still, yes. right? I mean, we have seen a lot of dramas and movies where you the, know, there's incorporation of right. such storylines. It's never mm-hmm. the main storyline, right? But it's not overlooked, or mm-hmm. you know, the existence of which is actually now at least right. acknowledged. Yeah, yes. But here, one of the main characters is queer, mm. and she has to sort of sort this out with her. Parents and with mm-hmm. her friends, mm-hmm. and it also later on involves Kitty as well. Okay, so you see the main character mm-hmm. delving into sort of queer relationship issues for young adults. So actually, just kind of basically mm-hmm. dealing with and having to navigate um, her sexuality, which right. is what all teenagers have to do. Right. Is a battleground, mm-hmm. and God, I'd never go back. Mm-hmm. But um, it is. <laughs> Endless fodder for <laughs> entertainment. And season two. And a season two. Because if you make Already it to... Already a season two? Not wow. yet. Not but yet? But if you see the finale, okay. um, the last episode, there's 10 episodes in total, you realize um, they're really gunning for season two. It really ends in a cliffhanger. None of the relationships are really sorted out. Oh, so, so you think that? do you think this was actually just more of a setup then? Well, yeah, because I think she, Jenny Han, just really like opened it, opened oh. the door. Like she created all these. So we're these... like maybe a new trilogy going, a kitty yes. trilogy. Possibly so, okay. right? And I think Kiss is a really great, great arena for that. Yes. <laughs> Let's embrace the Kiss, even right? though its name makes no sense. You know, actually, one of the Korean <laughs> sort of Keshipan or mm-hmm. online community mm-hmm. says, you know, EXO season two, yeah. she should go to a college in the States. Yeah. Season three, she's going to experience work life mm-hmm. in a Korean company. Mm-hmm. Season four, she's going to get married to a Korean guy and raise kids. And season five, she's going to get divorced and come <laughs> back as a torsing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, that's, it looks like people are ready to embrace. Right. Actually, I take mm-hmm. it back. Korea Independent Seoul School actually does make sense because it could be a Seoul branch mm-hmm. of the Korean Independent School. Okay. So sure. I forgive them. No, but, you know, it's KISS, right? <laughs> it, all that matters is that it's KISS. Yes, that's all. And, KISS for Kitty. And Come all on. that matters, if, if you guys like this genre and this is something mm-hmm. fun and up, um, something definitely you're looking for. Yeah, fun and like, frothy. Fun and frothy. A mm-hmm. fun, kind of a smart take on a U.S. drama doing K-drama. Right, right, right. right. All right. Thank you so much. Nice little um, like diversity mm-hmm. of recommendations today, Cynthia. Hope you have a great week. Yes, you too. And hopefully the weather is going to be great for the mm-hmm. rest of the week as well. Um, taking Cynthia out, it's Blackpink with You Never Know. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all the time we have for today's One Fine Day. Thank you guys for joining us. Taking us out, it's 17 with Darling. We'll see you all back here tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in.